Hey everyone, welcome back to uh, <laughs> episode 113 of the Popcorn Pop. You started at three. <laughs> They're still counting down on my It screen. said to me it was recording. Let's hope. It's fine. Fair it enough. Like, like just go. Seconds. I don't care. But okay, well, if you guys didn't hear me, welcome back everyone to episode 113 of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Cresta, across from me, Ryan Ferran. And today we're here to talk about episodes seven and eight of Ahsoka. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited. But before we get into that, and before I ask Ryan how he's doing, like I do every episode, we are very excited here. You can see we're in our Phillies uniforms as it is uh, game day here in Philadelphia. Game three of the NLDS. It is tied one to one between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves. So, uh, yeah, we got Aaron Nola going tonight against Bryce Elder, who had a very good first half and had a god-awful second half of the year. It seems like he kind of ran out of gas. His velocity went down three miles per hour. I know this isn't a sports podcast, but I thought maybe everyone would want to know. But, yeah, um, Ryan, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm feeling good about tonight. I think we both um, we both realized our mistakes for game two. Um, we realized why they lost. I didn't have my rally towels on me that I had all of last year uh, from going to the playoff games. That's that's why the Phillies lost, obviously, obviously. So um, I'll fully take the blame for, um, what was it, Saturday night's game? No, Saturday, Saturday Yeah, Saturday night. Saturday. Totally my fault. I'm, I really let the guys I mean, down. No, it was Monday. Saturday the one. Yeah, I'm stupid. It's yeah, Monday. Monday night. Totally my fault. I let I – let, the entire city down, so I, I totally take all the blame for that. But um, I got him tonight. We're back in business, ready to go. Phillies in four. You know they're they're taking the next two in Philly. Strider's gonna get absolutely demolished <laughs> on Friday. Um, that fucking pedo stashed bitch. <laughs> I hate him so much. I hate Strider. Um, dude, you know what was the worst part? What I started off the game by saying like, "Oh, Travis Darno's catching." I hate this motherfucker. And of course, oh, he hits the course. home run off Wheeler. Of course. God, I... I I'm not going to lie. If I was JT Romuto and Hoffman comes in again, I'm like, you wave off one of my pitches again, I will cut your fucking fingers off. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> he waved them no once, and it was the home run against Riley. Uh-huh. Dude, I wish that one hit JT had where it was just foul. I jumped up so fast. I thought, Cass- I thought it was gone. I thought Cassianos was gone. It was in the game. We um, so it started raining, so we were doing the projector outside. So we had to, we went in my car and just listened on the radio. So I couldn't see it. So I just heard, "It's up, it's back, it's caught by air." So I'm like, "No!" Oh and no! And I didn't it, see Bryce was... running, so I was like, "Wait, what's happening? What are they talking about?" I was, I wasn't even mad at Bryce Harper. I was fine. with No, it. neither was I. I mean, it was he, like if it does the right get away, idea. then you score. Yeah, you're just kind of playing the odds. Yeah, yeah. But... It was just a, made the wrong bet. Can't blame them. I think the Phillies are going to win in four, though. I really, mm-hmm. I really think that they're going to come. Yeah, the crowd's going to come. Bryce Elder's never pitched in the postseason postseason before. Mm-hmm. We Strider knows what happened last time, and he already probably has the thought. He's like, I've lost two in a row in the postseason to these guys. Now I got to go back into Philly yeah. to try and keep the series alive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Philly's going to win in four. I mean, five would be fine too, as long because this is my World Series. If Phillies win this and then get knocked down the NLCS, I'm okay. It's the same thing as last year. Like we Just we made it this the far. Braves. <laughs> I hate that franchise more than any other sports mm-hmm. team in the world. So, yeah. yeah. I hate the Braves. Mm-hmm. I want them to win. But enough about sports and enough about the world of baseball and Philadelphia. We're actually here to talk about Ahsoka. Which, I don't know why my voice went up like no, six octaves for that. Yeah. So, yeah, Ahsoka, seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're a little late. We'll we we are that. a little late. We, yeah. We were but, busy, though. It yeah, wasn't, we it wasn't like we were just sitting around. We, no. had, I had, we each had our own stuff Absolutely. Going. 
And yeah, this is, we've been doing it, I mean, we're only a week late. Yeah. One week. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. No one really cares. <laughs> they just want to hear our thoughts. Of course. <laughs> so, set, just quick about 7 and 8. 7, I thought was a good episode. It was fine. It was a lot mm-hmm. of build up for the finale. Yeah. Which happens in a lot of shows, unless it's Game of Thrones, because then the penultimate's always better than the actual finale. Yeah. Unless you count the final season, then they're both terrible. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but that's not what we're here to talk about. But yeah, seven was fine. It was uh, it was just really setting up the final episode, mm-hmm. which we I think everyone kind of saw that coming. Yeah. But eight, I really liked. I mm-hmm. didn't know if I was going to really like it. Yeah. Because me, I told you I saw people on TikTok really like it, and then you were like, oh, I heard people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. What are we getting ourselves into? But then I really liked it, and I really thought the... The final five minutes of this episode were some of the best moments from the season. Because it gave you so much, like... It definitely had, like, a fan service moment, which yeah, we talked about. But at the same time, it was setting up the next season so well. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see where they're going to go with it. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I think Dave Filoni did a great job of moving into the lot. Because this, this is his first live action? Or did he work on Mando? Um, he worked a lot on Mando. Yeah. Did he direct it? I forget if he directed. I think he may have directed it. like one episode, maybe two. I forget. Well, you did better with this. It's more what I'm trying to give you credit for. I like. We're we're gonna disagree. We're not gonna fully agree on this. We we disagree on Star Wars every time we, we talk do. about we it. Do. Star Wars is. I feel like no one agrees on Star Wars. Though. Like you're always. So oh yeah. No, no matter what your list is or what who your favorite character, you will always make one person mad. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Dave Filoni, I thought you killed it. Rosario Dawson, you killed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the late great Ray Stevenson was amazing, and I'm sad that they're gonna have to recast the character or change up the story in some mm-hmm. way because there is gonna have to be some change made. And what's Shin? Yeah, I forget the girl who played Shin. You were also everyone in the show was really good. I liked Ezra, Lars Mikkelsen as Thrawn was really good. But yeah, that's that's my little into moving into the episode mm-hmm. bit. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I I agree. Seven was mostly build up for eight, and I think. I think we're going to disagree on this because I didn't think I, I didn't think there were any bad episodes in this show. There were weaker ones, definitely. But 7 and 8 were both good episodes. One, 1 and 2 were not good. They weren't bad, I mean, though. they weren't horrible, yeah. but I thought they were like 5, yeah, They were weak. They were just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But, but I didn't see anything like bad about them. But um, 7 was definitely built up for 8. And 8, I think, was more disappointing for me because it was just two episodes of build up. Like, 8... There was some payoff, but it was mostly setting up for season two, which was just disappointing because it's just like, but like we couldn't get like any payoff. Like I get like we got Ezra going and seeing Hera again. He's he's home. Like we got that payoff. But as far as like the Thrawn stuff goes, that story is not even close to over. And it's just kind of disappointing that we watched eight episodes and we still don't have an answer. We still don't have an ending. And I get like, yeah, that's how TV works. You set up a season two. But this one was such a setup for season two. It just left me feeling like... Wanting more. Yeah, like, why would you make it an eight-episode show when you could make it, like, a ten-episode show and then have, like, a real conclusion to season one, then go into season two? Yeah. I feel like they just cut it off at eight when they didn't have to. More like... I don't know. I guess I see what you're saying. It was more kind of like a part one. Yeah. And it was an actual season of television Mm because it didn't have, like, every season of a show. Like, there's a series arc... And there's mm-hmm. a season arc. Yeah. The season arc never really lands. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Like, it just doesn't happen yet. Like, it's kind of... Mm-hmm. Everything they are waiting for will happen in season two. And I do I do have gripes, though, with both episodes. Not really seven, because it's just built up, so 
I didn't really care. Yeah. Just more getting ready for what I wanted to see in the next episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, do you want do you want to take the helm on seven? Yeah, I mean seven was fine. Like like you said, not much happens. You kind of get um, Ahsoka getting to the planet was pretty cool. That space fight she has where she's just evading all the bombardments and stuff, hiding in the asteroid field. It, not the asteroid, the fucking graveyard. Oh, yeah, the, but, the um, graveyard. Yeah, it, that that was neat. I thought it was cool. I think one of my favorite parts of the episode was I thought the fight between Ahsoka and Balin was pretty good. I don't think it was as good as the first one earlier yeah, when they're on the like rock thing. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I mean, when um, Sabine and Ezra are fighting on the stormtroopers when Shin's attacking them, I thought that was a pretty cool scene. I like the little turtle guys throwing rocks at him. Thought it was kind of like fun. Hands and stuff. So- yeah, I they sold me. Mm. Sold me on the little turtle yeah. guys because it was like Ewoks, but like Ewoks were killing stormtroopers. These guys, the soldiers, were like what the fuck, man? Like it was just annoying. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it was but um, I think fit better because the Ewoks killing them. I love mm-hmm. the Ewoks, but at the same time, like yeah, they probably shouldn't have been killing them. <laughs> yeah, even though they hit them with like a pebble. And it's oh, just... I'm sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, no, Ewok hunt is Ewok terrifying. Hunt. Scariest game I've ever played. <laughs> you hear that? Doo, 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 doo. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> oh god! Those fireflies go start coming. You're like, god damn it! Um, but yeah, no, I think seven was a fine episode. My dad's yelling. Um, oh, he's got a fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just not much. Much happens. It's kind of a build-up episode, which is again why I'm disappointed with eight. Because it was a lot of build-up, especially with, like, Balin. Like, you get the fight between him and Ahsoka, and they're like, oh, they didn't get to finish the fight. They're going to have to finish that. They're going to have to fight again, and, you know, somebody's got to win. But then in 8, you see Balin for one scene. And that scene, it's not very even a scene. Very important. It's very important. And I sent you that meme of um, Joey from Friends being like, oh, my God. Yeah. It was exactly me <laughs> when oh, I noticed, awesome. when I realized. But, um, yeah, I think 7 was just fine. It was a build-up episode, some cool action scenes not much happens there's you know not much to take away from it not much to talk about so yeah i don't know if you have anything different to say no i liked the uh, i thought it was a fine episode nothing crazy nothing mm-hmm. special like, but it was a good episode like i think mean, there was nothing bad i had against it, it yeah was just setting everything up i like seeing ezra fight the stormtroopers without using the lightsaber like he just uses yeah. the force against them and then when Shin tries to cut him and he pushes the blade away, yeah, the force that looked really. I like cool. how the blade was like kind of like rippling back. Like it yeah, was pretty cool it looking. Really cool. Yeah, that whole sequence I really liked. And then I liked them all reuniting, mm-hmm. just because it was like a nice moment to finally have them all back together. But yeah, uh, I wish we got a little more out of the Balin Ahsoka fight because it finally mm-hmm. felt like they were gonna have that like their showdown that even Anakin was training her for that we lay dedicate a whole episode to. Yeah, was that they're gonna fight again? She needs to know when to kill. And when to be a Jedi. Like, she needs mm-hmm. to know when to be a warrior, when to be a yeah. keeper of peace. Is that what he explains it as? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, I wish we got a little more from that. But I did like how she's like, I don't have to. When he's like, you can't kill me. She's like, I don't have to. And then the bombs hit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a nice little yeah. call to that. But at the same time, I would have liked to seen him again. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you you seen that one five-second shot. Yeah. Which is a monumental moment in Star Wars. That so will, dope. That will have, <laughs> like, oh my god. I mean, like, it's a a lot of importance come moving forward in mm-hmm. not just the shows but the movies and everything now it's all gonna matter but yeah seven was fine i didn't mm-hmm. i it's fine yeah. that's all i really had to say about it it was just a passable episode yeah it, it was it worked <laughs> this, uh yeah. shin just doing her thing running away that's pretty funny yeah i like how she was like 
you want to see something? And just runs off. <laughs> like, she, she just won't sprint away. Yeah. I, I just thought it was goofy. It looked a little goofy, but at the same time, I was like, I would probably have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Three Jedis against me. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm running out of there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, seven's good. I, I was just more excited to like, I was kind of like, okay, I'm okay with this. Let's get, let's get the finale. Yeah. So yeah. That's what I got to say about seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think seven was fine, but eight is where we get to the, as much meat as there could have been in the season one. It's yeah. in eight. Um, they, they, they went for it. Yeah. They definitely went that. for it. Yeah. It starts off with the, the night sisters giving Morgan Elizabeth that sword they said was mother Talzin's sword. So as soon as I heard the name, I was like, Ooh, nice. But um, it was kind of cool. I thought it was a pretty cool it's sword. Just, yeah, it's just a nice, neat, magical sword. And now green that magic. I'm, yeah, thank we God they brought magic. back the green. Yeah, I was still so pissed about those goddamn orbs having the, the orbs. orange. Yeah, just making green. It's just just a little touch. And Whatever. then they brought the green out, and I was yeah, like, I was okay, like, right, let's go. Cool. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thrawn was really cool in the episode. I like how he's just. You can tell by the way he looks, like more. Uh, non-verbal acting mm-hmm. like how he's he's nervous that she's getting close mm-hmm. and like he's nervous that she's anakin's apprentice yeah and like all that stuff but he's not he's acting very calm cool and collected yeah like the way he talks to everyone but so he I, understands like she gets that <laughs> there's no negotiating with anakin skywalker's apprentice that <laughs> we can't talk to her so i i really did i like that and i've grown to really like the gold face stormtrooper mm-hmm. it was pretty cool and then we got so we, we got to see something I didn't know Star Wars was ever going to show, and they kind of did, which was bringing the Stormtroopers back to life. I didn't think that was ever going to be like a thing. Yeah. And I liked it, but I, I still more want to see the actual uh, zombies. Yeah, like the actual, like the Han Solo comic where it's like a virus, like legitimate yeah. zombies. This yeah, was just I magic. I want to see that. Yeah. Because like they, they, it, it was pretty much what they were. Mm-hmm. But without doing zombies. Yeah. And we've seen it before in Clone Wars with, like, after the Night Sisters get killed, they bring them back to life. And in um, Fallen Order, when you're on um, whatever the planet. Dathomir. Yeah, Dathomir. Thank you. That you fight them on Dathomir. So, like, we've seen all that before. But just seeing it in live action was pretty cool. So, even though I do agree with the people who are complaining about that fight scene being very stiff. I do agree. Between uh, uh, her, the No, no, no. When, um... When Ahsoka, Ezra, and Sabine are fighting the it is very stiff. It's very stiff. But I will say... I wasn't I, doing play to, I'm sorry, you go first. Yeah, I, I do love the part, if you watch Sabine, she's trying to block them, but she just keeps getting shot because he doesn't know what she's doing. It's yeah. so funny. Because, like, Ahsoka and Ezra are, like, very fluid, and they're batting the lightsaber bolts away. Sabine looks like us with, like, toy lightsabers. Like, she's just kind of moving you, it you, and blocking them. She's not hitting it back at them. She's just hitting, trying to block them. So I thought that was pretty funny. But I do agree the fight overall was just very stiff it, not I much like choreography it a lot cooler yeah but at the same time that is i think they use the volume for that scene from what i've heard and that's one of the things that kind of that's one of the limitations of the volume is having there's not much space to move around and like set things up because you can do like the thing i thought of was the batman when they're on the sky rise and you know it's yeah it does like the actual thing around, but they have like the poles that Batman hides behind, that it looks sick and he's hiding behind them. But if you have like poles and stuff for people, for characters to like hide, hide behind and fight and take cover, 
like you're not going to see them most of the time. It's going to be really tricky to get a camera and find an angle in that small of a space. Yeah. So as much as I love the volume, think it looks awesome. That is one of the limitations, in my opinion, is just having enough space to move around and have like a really fluid action scene if you want to do it. But yeah, I think it was fine. I, I, I didn't really have a big gripe with it. I didn't hate it when I watched it the first time. It's just watching it again. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely could have been better. But yeah, um, where else? Where, where, where were you going to say? I... Oh, like, the, yeah, I do agree. The fight is thin and using the volume does have its because there's perks to it and then there's downsides. Yeah. Like, I know they used it for shots of Kenobi and for set pieces, mm-hmm. but when they did the battle between Obi Wan and Vader, they went on an actual set. Yeah. And then had like a half of the uh, volume in like the background that okay. would make like the walling and everything, like yeah. the actual planet. But if you're going to do it, I feel like if you want to do a fight scene at least, you have to use an actual set. Yeah. But besides that, uh, I thought Ezra, I will say it does look stiff, but I did like how Ezra moved around because he mm-hmm. would like slide and all that stuff. Yeah. Like those kind of movements. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what you're saying, Sabine didn't look. I don't know if it's the actress or maybe it was an on purpose thing to make her look stiff with a lightsaber. I think it was more on purpose because she is like, you know. She's not a Jedi. She doesn't, she's still, she stopped training. Like, she doesn't understand how to be fluid. She doesn't know, like, the forms and stuff. So she's just batting shit away and, like, swinging at people. Like, that's, I, I, I like that. That's a good thing, in my opinion. But, um, yeah. Ahsoka looked kind of stiff, too. Yeah, she definitely. didn't look very, like, she looked, uh, Rosario <laughs> Dawson looked really good in, like, the, the fight with Anakin looked really good. Mm hmm. Because I bet they also showed the behind the scenes that was not filmed on the volume. That okay. was filmed on an actual set. Yeah. Like, oh, it was a blue screen set. Mm-hmm. So that might, it makes it look better because they probably have more room to move. Yeah. They can do different things. So, yeah, I, I don't hate that scene, like the actual fight part of it, but I liked seeing the stormtroopers come back to life. Yeah, I thought but it was I, cool. They were creepy. Mm-hmm. And I liked that they had no, like, conscience once they came back. Yeah, they're just, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny. And they would yeah. still shoot, and if you pay attention, one of them shoots one of the other ones. Does it? In the back. <laughs> but they don't feel, they don't die. Yeah. So it just hits them. That's pretty funny. Like, That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I like that part. But we skipped over something I really liked. What was that? Which was Ezra building his lightsaber. Yeah, that was a pretty good scene. It was a really I did nice like that. Heart, heartfelt scene. Mm-hmm. Especially that he has the same head of the lightsaber as uh, Kanan. I almost forgot his name again. Mm-hmm. And then we hear, oh my god, what's the robot's name? Um, god damn it. David Tennant. Just call him David Tennant. No, he is actual name. <laughs> Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. I don't know. Hu Yang. I'm gonna double check. Hu- Keep talking. Hu Yang. I think that's what we're gonna go. Hu Yang tells the story of knowing uh, Kanan when he's younger, and as was like, "How old are you?" He's like, "Old enough." And he just explains to him, he's like, "I've been holding on to. I was holding on to this for Kanan, all this stuff." And it's just a really nice scene. It was really emotional, especially if you know what happens, like that whole the whole scene that actually happens when Kanan dies, the whole arc leading it, the whole show, their relationship with Ezra and him. Just all, it was a, just a nice scene, especially I like a hit for me, and I'm not that big of a Rebels person, mm-hmm. so I can only imagine if you're a big Rebels fan, that'd be like a really really nice scene to finally get. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, then after that, they charged the compound, which we forgot mm-hmm. about, which actually I thought looked pretty cool. Yeah, I like the whole bombardment. That they have, and especially when he starts shooting on the own palace, and even the sisters are like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> blow up our place." Yeah, but I will say about that scene, and 
Thrawn in general, at least in this first season, he didn't win once. <laughs> like every time he tries to bomb them, he misses, and then he bombs his own thing and kills all his own stormtroopers. He doesn't do anything to the good guys. Like he just keeps losing in the show. And I understand, like if I if I watched Rebels, I'd probably be like, oh, this guy's badass. But from a guy who's only watched Ahsoka, I'm just being told that Thrawn is badass. I still haven't seen him do anything badass. All I've seen is like, and I understand, like. I still want to see him do something badass. I'm totally holding out for season two that he's going to have this huge attack on the Rebels and it'll be fucking awesome and he's going to kick ass. I totally think that's going to happen. Know, they're not the Rebels now. They're just like... Yeah, the, the Republic. Yeah, yeah you're right. New Republic. Republic. But um, I'm holding out for that. But as far as this season one goes, Thrawn has done nothing but look and sound cool to make him intimidating to me. The only thing that I have to go off is stories from Legends and stuff I hear of what he did in Rebels. But... I still haven't watched it. And yeah, I, that's my fault. I still haven't watched it. I, I get that. But I'm saying, as far as Ahsoka goes, I have nothing to be intimidated by this guy. So that's my main complaint of Thrawn in season one, is that just, he's neat looking. He sounds cool. I think Lars Mikkelsen did a great job playing him. I just, I'm not scared of him. And everybody's hyping him up as yeah, like, I'm scared of him. this he's incredible not. war tactician, which I believe he will be, but he hasn't shown me that yet in this show. And I feel like that, that doesn't just fall on. It's kind of like I. How do I word this? It's hard to do, especially when you're own. It's only three characters they're fighting, mm-hmm. and all three of those characters have plot armor. Yeah. Because exactly. I feel like if it may, I definitely think in the next season because it's gonna just turn into a full fledged war. I do think so. And people are gonna die. Yeah. Not everyone can walk out of that. So I think then it'll look a lot better, like with his strategizing stuff. But I think the, a common misconception about that one, I don't think you think this, this is just for everyone too. Mm-hmm. He's not like some crazy like bounty hunter kind of badass. Yeah, he's no. He's a strategist badass. And he's very loyal to the yeah. Empire. And like he's smart as shit. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I love Thrawn. I, I really liked him still in the first season. I do wish I got a little more of like the evil. I wish I just got a little bit. Like, yeah. maybe just, like, shoots one of his stormtroopers or something. Like, just something like that. Like, yeah. where he doesn't even care. Or he just bombs the little turtle guys. That would have been a messed up would, scene, but, like, you know. That would actually been pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess he does try to with the two TIE fighters they take down. Yeah. 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 Hugh Yang is a magician as a mechanic. Yeah. That dude fixed that thing He's the, he's the man. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what ha- then the stormtrooper stuff. But happens. also that thing with the tie fighters going down, and he like he loses the two, and then Morgan Elizabeth's like we lost him. Maybe some nice sisters, and he's like they're acceptable losses. I, love I was that. like, it, it sounds cool, but then you're like, no, no, you're the- no, they're not. You have one star destroyer. Any losses is like shit. Well, those are we're never getting those back. We can't get reinforcements. But like, I guess maybe because he's about to leave, they're. It acceptable. Matter at that. Like yeah. when he sends the ground assault and they all start dying. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like, it's fine. Acceptable. It's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Which... It's total like stereotype tactician villain, but you know, still. Evil. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's fun. It's Star Wars. Just make it fun. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Star Wars. So yeah. We, we can't really go for logistics in mm-hmm. this one. As much as I like being like, you know, having to think in Star Wars and I think it's fun. When you get just a villain who's a villain, it is fun. It's a good time. So I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. I do miss Vader. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I just saw, I was watching the end of uh, Rogue One yesterday. Oh, I God. Like, I was like, I know the whole, like, the six <laughs> movies are all about Anakin and Vader. Like, I know that's, mm-hmm. like, the 
overarching story. Mm-hmm. I still want a Darth Vader movie. I don't care. It'd be nice. Like, just focus on him, like, hunting Jedi. Yeah. Like, I think that'd just be cool. I still want to see him go to Padme's grave. Still something I'm going to hold hold on to. Maybe one day. Yeah. It's never happening. Um, I wish they did, like, Star Wars special presentations. Like, they started with Marvel. Oh, I thought you meant, like, like uh, Star Wars Christmas celebration. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> like with Marvel, how they did, like, Guardians Werewolf Christmas thing, night. Werewolf by Night, where it's just, like, an hour of a quick story. That would be You cool. can do Padme's Grave like that. Like, have him talking to Thrawn. Just no before, no after. It's just the story for an hour, and you're like, is oh, pretty cool looking. It's sad as shit. Yeah. I, I mean, it's... I it's one of those fan arts, and like you that animation that's that it's made from, mm-hmm. that everyone knows the shot from taking his helmet off, and then he looks up and it's the stained glass of Padme, and you realize he's at Padme's grave. But it's a it's something I've seen a thousand times. I've always really liked the idea of it, and just everything about like his love for Padme. I was because mm-hmm. that's what caused everything. Just yeah, the undying love he has, and then yeah. But going back into Ahsoka, enough about Vader. After the stormtroopers die, then we get to the fight with Ahsoka and what's her name? Let's forget the one chick's name. Uh, Shin. No. Or who am I? Sword Lady. Oh, Morgan Elizabeth. With Morgan. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, This fight had moments I thought looked really cool, Mm -hmm. and then there were scenes I was like, okay. Yeah. It was very hit or miss between the shots they used. Mm -hmm. But I will say I really liked the fight with. Ezra and Sabine against those two like stormtrooper guys. I thought it was like yeah, cool. like the death troopers. Yeah, I yeah. like their armor and stuff. And then they ha- and then she finally gets to use the force and just puts it through the dude's yeah. skull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like that movie stars like when they catch it, it just opens it. And it yeah, I do like that. Yeah, it's just and... like uh, Logan with the claws. Mm-hmm. Or like Last Jedi when Ray does it. It's fine. Um, Ray does that in Last Jedi. Maybe it's Kylo. It's when they're fighting the the red dudes and um the thing. I've seen that movie twice. Yeah, no, it's um, I guess oh in the red room. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Kylo does it to Snoke too, and he just turns it around just with the force. That was cool. I do it's like dope. that shot. That, yeah. That's the best scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. The Red Room. It's fun. Good movie. Anyways, um, yeah. I say it's not a bad. You always turn <laughs> it on me that I say it's a bad movie. No, I do. I, I do. never said it's a bad movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that the fight with Ahsoka and Morgan, like you said, I, it's hit and miss at the same time. There's good parts and there's bad parts. I do like that Ahsoka gets one of her lightsabers cut in half. But then she immediately gets the sword. So I guess Ahsoka's going to have... Hopefully she held on to it. I don't know if they're going to... You don't think so? Would, why, why would she have a magical sword? I'd be kind of dope. <laughs> but she, she has it's one... It's an evil weapon. It would be, it'd still be sick. Like, if she had one lightsaber and one sword, just a badass walking around, it might be stupid. Monkey brain turns on for that. Like, that's, that's just going to be fun to watch. Um, but yeah, the the fight between Sabine and Ezra and the two... Undead death troopers, I guess they are. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was fun. I like they were kind of just they couldn't beat them hand to hand, so they were just kind of like running around hoping for an opening. Um, but I think the main thing with this episode, for maybe not the main thing, but one of the biggest things for this episode for me and a lot of people is Sabine getting the Force, which. I'm not a fan of. And again... Well, we all knew it was coming. We did. and We I'm, have to just accept but it. It's not for the reason you think. It's that... And again, we say this every single episode. We haven't watched Rebels. So if there's any hints in that, then I, I just don't know about it. But my problem isn't that 
Sabine got the force because like yeah maybe Ahsoka saw something in her and she got she has some training and I do agree everybody can use the force the force isn't some bloodline thing that fucking George Lucas wants it to be it's like Last Jedi says it's one of my favorite parts of that movie it can be anybody it's just random yeah the thing with the thing with Sabine is that it's awesome anybody can get the force and Sabine hasn't she's just a random motherfucker I like that but at the same time not every main character in Star Wars needs the Force. Sabine's already a cool character. She's already a cool Mandalorian chick. She doesn't also need the Force in a lightsaber now. She doesn't also need to be a Jedi. She can just be her own character. And I think making her a Jedi just makes her like every other Jedi. Every other main character that they forced to be a Jedi for no reason. I just don't think it was necessary to give it to her. Because she was already a cool character without it. And now she just has this added thing that yeah it's cool that she has it but you know she was already cool you just didn't need to give it to her now there's just a third jedi walking around in the show for no reason in my opinion that's mm. that's just my opinion though you can totally disagree no that, that's yeah. a fair point i i could care less if she has it or not i just like the shot where of her catching and putting it through. no it was definitely a cool shot just because i like that move in anything mm -hmm. doing it against someone's head yeah she sounds messed up but it was really mm -hmm. cool uh i will say the jump sequence Jumping to this Star Destroyer looked a little goofy. That was I didn't like that scene very I did not much. Like that because she just got the Force. Yeah, and, and Ezra's I, like, I, think I said to you when we were watching, I was like, huh? Because mm -hmm. I get like her being able to move the lightsaber. That's yeah. something very small. And Sending she just barely moved it. Person, yeah, is a lot different. So that 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 was a little annoying. I thought maybe Ahsoka had helped her. Yeah, but no. So yeah, I didn't I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. But I did like that Ezra got it on the Star Destroyer. Yeah. And I like that Sabine ends up staying behind and helping out Ahsoka defeat Morgan and all the stormtroopers. Mm -hmm. Well, they don't destroy all of them because then they get blown up. Yeah. How do they get away? Oh, what's his name? Picks them up. Yeah. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Yeah, baby. The goat. <laughs> my favorite character to see. Ah, Balaam is probably my actual favorite character. Favorite new character. Well, I guess Hu Yang. Yang's not a new character either, but yeah. still. Well, because we all know who my actual favorite character is. It's not going to change. Yeah. It's the same person it's been since I was a little kid. But, yeah. Uh, they then get with Hu Yang, but they can't catch Thrawn. Thrawn ends up escaping back to the other galaxy, and there's no way for them to catch them. Mm -hmm. And she loses. And Thrawn actually gives a really cool speech about it. I liked it. I like Thrawn talking. It's like, listen to the man. I just like Lars Mikkelsen's voice. Yeah. He's got a very commanding presence. Yeah, he was awesome. So, yeah, they lose, and... But Ezra makes it, so Ezra gets to go back home. Mm -hmm. But he's still stuck on a Star Destroyer. Yeah. That was my question. Like, did nobody see that... the man fly onto the Star Destroyer? And, like, well, who well, the no, hell is that? Guy? He lands and he cut, cuts them and throws them all. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's you're back right. Back up on there. Yeah. It's more how to get off, I would have liked to see. Like, I would have liked mm -hmm. to not seen him again that season mm -hmm. and then open with him getting off. Yeah. Like, how did he steal that ship? How did. Because he would have had to fight yeah. someone. Mm -hmm. There's no way he's just getting on a ship. Well, yeah, he has the Stormtrooper armor, so he must have. Killed someone. Yeah, he must have killed somebody. And of course, you, know, you had to get that in the Star Wars thing. Just somebody, a main character stealing Stormtrooper armor. It's, it's in everything. So, it's so good. Yeah, I don't care. I want. I always wanted that in Battlefront. I wanted one of the suits you could get to be Luke with the with his lightsaber with, with the Stormtrooper armor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, yeah, so I like that. And I really liked when Ezra sees, what's her name again? Kin's wife. Girlfriend. Oh, Lover. Uh, Hera? Yeah. I like when they. Love her. <laughs> that's what they are. Yeah, they're lovers. They're married though, husband and wife. 
everyone has lover. That's thank. I'll go on a little rant in a second, but I really like that sequence. I like them getting to see each other again. I, it, I did it think it was nice. good. Yeah, but at the same time, I thought it was kind of goofy because uh, we both kind of forgot in episode one when we're introduced to Balin and Shin. It's that same setup where they get off the ship and they're like, "Who are you?" And then all their public guys get murdered. So like, the next time that happens and a stormtrooper walks off. I would have started blasting. I wouldn't have waited for that motherfucker to take off his helmet. I'm not getting killed again. Like, I would have just started. Bla- so I thought it well, would have made I think more they sense. They showed Chopper. Chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. He I goes. Think... He goes, and I guess he just. He, he knows. He had Ezra sent or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Something. He's basically a dog. Where's it doesn't touch? matter. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't know. But it just would have made more sense. It was a cool reveal that Hera like figuring out. Oh my god, it's Ezra. But it would have made more sense just like critical thinking skills to for him to come off with the helmet off instead of walking off as just a stormtrooper and being like, guys, I promise I'm good. <laughs> like, I swear I'm Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. The guy uh-huh. we haven't seen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Ezra yeah. didn't have a beard. Okay. I probably would have started blasting too. Yeah. So what happens? Oh, they go back. We actually get to... We go back to the other galaxy mm-hmm. where Ahsoka, Sabine, Balin, and Shin are still at. Yep. Shin goes and finds those like orc people. Yeah, just the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders. I did like how she did the, like, fantastic Mr. Fox, like, put the lightsaber up. Remus Lupus. Or Dune. Whatever. Yeah, we're Dune. Yeah. Ledge. Just classic. That shot in the trailer looks so good when he comes up to the ledge. Just... Yeah. <sighs> so, I can't wait. That was so goddamn good. <laughs> um, wait, we have, oh, nine days till because of the fire moon. Hmm. Mm. Did you see what um, Scorsese said about the runtime? Because it's like three and a half hours. He's like, you guys sit in front of a TV for five, TV for five hours every day. It, this is fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. People don't understand that. It's the mm-hmm. same thing as why binge-watching a TV show. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. But, yeah, then we get to see Shin has her new people, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then... and then we go to Balin, who is standing on a... Now, I, I do have one thing to explain in this scene, which I think is a big thing for the show as a whole. I was watching the scene, and you know I freaked out a little bit. And I sent you that meme of Joey being like, oh, my God. Which is exactly how I reacted. Exactly how every Star Wars fan reacted yeah. by seeing the, the Mortis gods. It was, it was fantastic, and I cannot wait to they see what They kind of hinted at it first, too, because they showed the yeah. owl earlier. Do they? Yeah, because you pointed out to me. I was like, why are they showing an owl? And I completely just forgot. I thought that was after that. Was it? I thought it was before. I kind of forget. It, but we do, we do see the... I forget the name the of the bird. It looks like an owl. It's the light side incarnate, yeah. whatever. But um, And she was gone from the thing he's standing mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And also, I forgot, in that episode, I forgot, Um, I watched, I saw like a little thing on Instagram, just like recapping it, mm-hmm. explaining the statues. I forgot Ahsoka died in that episode. She fully, she got killed. In the Clone Wars arc? Yeah. She does? She dies. And then the light side girl dies as well. But in her like dying moments, she gives her life force to Ahsoka and brings her back to life. Huh. Yeah. So that's is that why when Anakin they... like fights them. No, no, no. Um, I forget. That's one of the best shot scenes in the whole show. It is sick. Yeah. But that's why they're so connected, Ahsoka and the the light mm. side, because she literally gave her life to bring her back. Yeah. Huh. I just forgot about that. I was like, damn, she fucking died. That's crazy. But um, <laughs> yeah, we see Balin standing on a on a hill, and then it pans out, and it's the, the father and the son, and then the the daughter or the daughter. Well, she's not there. Destroyed, yeah, because yeah, she's yeah. she fucking dead. Um, I was super excited to see him. Do you think? Because I know you like the extended universe a little bit. Do you think Abel is coming? 
do you think? Because it might make sense, but at the same time, that character is so goddamn strong. Like, it's if you bring that in a live action, you have to nerf her. Yeah, because she can absorb worlds. Yeah, like, it's insane. No, I don't think. I, yeah. She's one of those characters, like, uh, I want to say Mary Jade, but I'm Jade Skywalker. It's Luke's wife. She's, like, overpowered as shit, though. Yeah. And I, I was always like, that will never get shown into the movie. Yeah. It's one of those things that's super cool in Legends. It would just never. It, it just wouldn't work in live action. I mean, in, in like, real canon. That's what Anakin Skywalker's part of, that whole saga. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's, like, his storyline. Gotcha. Because then, uh... Anakin Solo? Jason. Jason Solo. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. One of them turns bad. And they kind of use her powers and stuff. Gotcha. Like that. Yeah. But it's a really cool story if everyone wants to read it. It's a Legends. I can't mm-hmm. remember what it's titled actually. Yeah. But, but no, I don't think she'll. Yeah. Ever and just to explain real quick for those who don't know, if you know, I mean, before I explain what I'm going to explain, if you even know what the Mortis gods are, Abilith is the mother of the son and daughter, and she basically was trying to get. As far as I understand, I haven't read the book. This is just from hearing like explanations and stuff. But she was trying to become immortal, and she tried to use, like, maybe thinking it was the light side, something like that. But she, like, drank some Fountain of Youth type shit, and it turned her into this, like, Lovecraftian being with, like, a huge jaw and real, like, tendril-like fingers. And she just turned into, like, yeah, terrifying-looking thing. She's basically the strongest being in all of Star Wars. And it took, I think it was Luke in Legends to bring her down. Or I forget. Yeah, I want to say it's Anakin Solo. They're yeah, all it's, like working together. It's yeah, they're all working together. And if you know anything about Legends, it's that all those characters are a thousand times stronger than they have ever been in the movies. It's Every just unbelievably broken. It's insane, but and that's Legends why is the fucking yeah. best. But that's also why it's Legends, and yeah. you can't make it into a movie because it's just batshit insane. It, you would have to make five. It'd be a five hundred million dollar movie, and it might work. <laughs> like, and it would be, but like, you get to see more Han, more Leia. You get to yeah, see no. Leia with her lights there. You like, see a bunch of cool shit, but a bunch of crazy sh- shit. When Ben Solo was announced, I, it was one of the first times, because like when you're a kid, when thing when you see things getting announced, you're just excited. It's Star mm-hmm. Wars. And it was, I think it was the first time I ever remember like a casting or an announcement that I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like. Because it's a daughter, and that's Jason and Anakin Solo. There's three of them. Okay. And they're like, that's like a huge part of Leiden. So yeah. So when they made it one kid, I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Well, I guess it was an announcement because no one knew it was Ben Solo. I mean, mm. we all kind of knew 10 minutes into the movie. Yeah. That there was an association. Yeah. But. Yeah. But, um. So, yeah. We, we don't know what, um, what Balin was going to do. And also. We don't know because Ray Stevenson passed away, unfortunately. We don't know whether he's going to get recast or maybe uh, – my idea – I first of all, I do hope they recast. Because I want to see this now. Yeah. Can't and I've seen – um, um, what's the guy from uh, – played Sabretooth in X-Men Origins? Uh, Leave Schreiber? Yeah. I've seen fan casts of him mm-hmm. where people put like the beard and the hair on. It looks pretty good. So or the the one guy from One Piece live action looks just like him. Does he? Oh, yeah. I have seen that guy too. Yeah. Yeah. He's I the think in mm-hmm. the show, I think you can totally recast, and I think it'll, uh, I think it'll work, because like as great as Ray Stevenson was, 
it was a season of television. It wasn't like a Chadwick Boseman Black Panther with like, if you recast, everybody's going to be like, that's just not Black yeah. Panther. So I think you can totally recast. But at the same time, if they decide not to, I think probably like episode one, Shin will find Balin's grave or some shit. She like, kills Balin. Yeah, like it's just like uh, you just don't see his face. Yeah, body double. Yeah, like Shin just goes and he's like, I'm gonna finish your mission. Some shit like that. And she does whatever Balin's story was going to be. But um, my main point with the the Mortis statues, as much as I loved it, just to be clear, I'm super pumped to see what happens. I love this shit, and I cannot wait. I was thinking, like, because I watched a... Um, I've showed you them before. Mr. Sunday Movies is another yeah. podcast, Weekly Planet. They Great, great channel. Um Love to talk to you guys. If you have us on, it would be fantastic. But um, Yeah, why don't we reach out to them? <laughs> we reach out to everyone. Yeah. But um, I watched their rev- – they did a review of Ahsoka, and they're guys that – they're older than us. They're like dads now. And, like, they were talking about it, and they were like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. And I was thinking, like – I was thinking about showing Ahsoka to my dad. He might like it. I could definitely show Andor to my dad. He might like it. And then I was thinking about it more. Like, if I showed Ahsoka to my dad – he would have no idea what's yeah, going like, on. They def- definitely came out and said, he's like, you don't have to watch it. Mm-hmm. But then he was also like, he's like, it does make more sense. Yeah. And it's way more if sense. You've seen it. Yeah. And, and as- it is. It is better if you've seen Clone mm-hmm. Wars and if you've seen Rebels. It yeah. It makes the show better. Yep. And we're both huge Star Wars fans, so we understand it. But like, if I showed my dad, he'd be like, what the hell is going on? Like, I, I just don't get it. So I think that's one thing that, I mean, yeah, the easy thing to say is just watch the cartoon, but nine out of ten people aren't gonna watch the fucking cartoon. Yeah, what like is it? seven seasons, um, eight. Yeah, seven. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, not because no one had. Not everyone has to watch time to watch seven seasons, twenty-two episodes. Yeah, of television. Not everyone has the time, and most people just aren't big enough Star Wars fans to care yeah. to watch a kids show. So. Um, it's not really a kid show. It's really not. It's, we were watching it's it the other brutal, day. It's brutal. Man. Yeah. <laughs> she really went but, for it. Yeah, but still. Uh, I think that's one of my main complaints about it is just it's almost alienating a lot of people who aren't huge Star Wars fans because they're just not going to get it. I so, think they'll maybe like softcore explain it. Yeah, I'm sure they will. But just as of right now, it's like what the hell's going on for I'm sure a lot of people watching it who just aren't aware of, you know, extended star wars stuff so yeah and then there's always like then you do get some of the people who are like oh that's probably as important and then they look up what was he standing on? yeah totally but then you have this, the people that are uh, not diehard fans like they just like the show mm-hmm. they're not gonna go look up what that means yeah, they're, they're not gonna, gonna watch care explanation video mm-hmm. while people like diehards of course we're gonna watch everything star wars related yeah we're gonna try and read up on as much of it so we know what we know what's going on what's next so yeah it's I'm really excited. I hope Sam Whitworth comes back and does it. Mm-hmm. It would just be really cool. He would look pretty good. Yeah. And he, and he was great doing it in the show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. That man can do anything, in my opinion. So, yeah. The, then we get to what I think is one of the best scenes of the season. To end the season. And it is Sabine and Ahsoka go back to the camp with the little turtle people. And they're standing out there. Well, Sabine sees Ahsoka. She goes out and starts talking to her. And Ahsoka uses a really good line. She's like, it's time to let go of the past. Yeah. And Sabine kind of like looks out there and she's like, what? She's like, Not, nothing. It's just shadows in the night. Mm-hmm. And right away, you knew I was it was like, coming. oh, I know it's coming. Yeah. 
and she walks away and Ahsoka gives like this last minute look and then she smiles and it pans it uh does it cut then pans yeah, I think so. Yeah, she turns and it cuts the the wide yeah, shot. Yeah, it cuts back. And you and then... see her walking away. Mm-hmm. And it's Anakin, it's Force Ghost, and he finally just smiles. Yeah, and that's it. And it was a good ending. Yeah, I really liked the ending, and I think people are kind of forgetting, especially again, this kind of goes into alienating your audience. Like, who have never seen Clone Wars are like, okay, like I get that that's his apprentice, but like what? Like mm-hmm. so what? Yeah. When you watch Clone Wars, you see how much Ahsoka meant to him. Yeah. And it, it's probably the one of the few things that he thinks he did right. Mm-hmm. And he can finally be at peace for that because he lost Obi-Wan. He lost Padme. Yep. Tried to kill his kids. Like he, he's, And he knows what he's done. Yeah. And this is the one thing that he can be like, I, I did the right thing. Like I, yeah. I stood by her. And he does. He stands by her through everything in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Even when she uh, comes out that she people think she's a terrorist. He's like, I know it's not her. Yeah. And... So the whole scene just meant a lot, and it's kind of like it's a goodbye to Hayden Christensen because I don't think he'll play Anakin again. I, think, I, I don't see another way of bringing him. Yeah, this I don't like, know what else he could do because she already learned the lesson, like in between the world, yeah, in between like, worlds. And she whatever. says it's time to let go of the past, so like she gets to let go of the grief, the anxiety, the sadness, all the stuff that is brought forth by Anakin. Yeah, and he—it's kind of the same thing for him. He can forget the past. He can move on with his light. It, his ghost light now and yeah so i i really like the scene and i was so happy he didn't say a single word me too i like just him smiling yeah and he just seemed at peace finally and yeah so i i was really excited and i was of course i was a little sad because as i just said there's not really a reason that he'll ever come back yeah this was your shot to show him mm-hmm. and i think it was a great send-off just yeah. just a little smile at the end i i loved it it, it, it melted my heart a little bit i was like god yeah. damn it and that's coming from I mean, everyone not knows. The biggest I'm not a prequel guy, so or Anakin really in general. Yeah, I mean, you love Anakin because of Clone Wars. We don't. Mm-hmm. I don't live action. You don't yeah, I don't love live action and Anakin. But yeah, but. I, all in all, I think Ahsoka was a very good season of television. It didn't. It didn't hold up the way I wish it did. Mm-hmm. I, I wish it kind of kept the level of four, five, and six. Yeah, but it doesn't. Definitely. Yeah. If it, if four. If 7 and 8 were as good as 4, 5, and 6, it would be a great season of television. Yeah. This is very good. Yeah. But it's also still, like, like we said in the very beginning, it's such a part one. Like, yeah, it, so like it really doesn't have an ending yet. Change your opinion after the next. But totally. I feel like it's going to be so hard to capture. I mean, because episodes 1 2 are eh. Mm-hmm. 3 was eh. 4, you were like, okay. And then 5, I mean... Five was great, and then it... called Fire with Five. Yeah. Like, it's going to be so hard. And Ray Stevens, everyone's great in the show. Five definitely drew in people. Because people probably heard what happened and yeah. then went and watched. Absolutely. And you don't have... I don't feel like you have that kind of pull with the next part, the next season. Yeah. So it's, I think it's going to be hard to recreate it. Yeah. But I hope they do, because Mortis is kind of one of the most important things in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest storylines you can follow in Star Wars. Yeah. But I hope they also, like you were saying, how they caught fire with episode five. I hope they catch fire with episode one. Like, I I don't want to have to wait till five for it exactly, to be incredible like, again. It's such a thing that we've kind of become accustomed to recently in TV where it's like, yeah, episode one, two, and three kind of sucked. But once you get to episode five, it gets fire. See, I don't know it's if it's so, a television thing. It seems like a really? Disney issue. It, it does seem like a it's mostly Marvel, Disney issue. Star Wars. Yes. Because the bear 
had me from episode True. one. Yeah. House of the Dragon, episode mm-hmm. one. There's, Even Game of Thrones, which I know mm-hmm. is slow. I still was like, oh, I'm sold on this. Yeah. There's absolutely exceptions, like you're saying, but I still think a lot of shows, mostly Disney and Marvel, Star Wars, but... Superheroes probably just kind of yeah. like IP. So. Yeah, exactly. But, um... Because Obi-Wan, that was rough. Mm-hmm. Those first two episodes. Yeah. But even like the boy, or Gen V, episode one. Banger. Banger. Like brought you in. Right back into it. Damn yeah. it. I, I, was, I was hoping you weren't going to bring it up. It was going to be my recommendation of the week. Oh, really? Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I really like the season. I'm, I will rewatch for five, episode five many more times. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's the new at my house moment I've watched in a really long time. Yeah, it's the new episode six of Obi Wan. Like it just, just I watched them back to back the other day. Really? Just like the major (laughs) scenes. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Uh, They, as much as Obi Wan was hit or miss episodes, episode three of Obi Wan I thought was incredible, and six is the finale, right? I think so. Six. Yeah. Six is an incredible. The scenes with Vader and Obi Wan are incredible. Mm -hmm. But like that scene when Vader gets introduced in three. And he just snaps, snaps the, the kid's, kid's neck, neck and drags the woman down the road. I'm never not going to laugh at that because it was just so like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm oh, my God. I, I remember when we showed, I showed Matt, and even Matt was like, why did we not get more of this with Vader? Yeah. That, and I know people have the issue with him dragging him through the fire, and so I love it. I thought it was pretty sick. Yeah, because he's just making him suffer because he went through the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. They, Disney, Disney knows how to make, like, banger episodes. I want mm-hmm. them to make... A season of Star Wars that is good. I guess Mando one and two. Yeah. More maybe be more consistent, making it a show great from start to end. Yeah, I think more consistency just in general of like you have shows like Andor, which is like a spy thriller, and it keeps that consistency throughout the entire thing, throughout all three or four arcs that there are in that show. But like you look at other shows that are like, okay, this show is just going to be an action show, and then you get the first two episodes, three episodes, are just people talking, and you're like, why the hell, like, what, I thought this was an action show. You need to just pick a genre, and then make a show in that genre. I'm totally fine, you don't have to stick to that, you can have multiple genres, but stick to it. Don't have, like, an episode that's really cool, and then three episodes that are, like, dog shit, but you're like, there was a cool episode, don't you guys love this show? And you're like, no, I like that episode, not this show. Like, the boys, uh, not, I mean, the boys works too, because every episode... It's it has really sad moments. It has happy, funny, gru- brutal, gruesome, all that stuff. And Gen V followed that way. Gen V was did its own thing while also feeling like the boys. Yeah. Like it didn't stray away too far, and it's it's the same player in a different uniform. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if it's if it stays at the level it is at the moment, mm-hmm. so far through the first what we've seen four episodes, mm-hmm. it probably be in my top five top three spinoffs yeah i mean, I mean it's, it's hard to catch fire like it did critically yeah. in audience over. it's seriously just there and i think it's it's totally something that disney in general but star wars can do of just saying like stick with this and i think it's another thing like they're almost getting too many directors yeah because they have a new one for every single episode and it's like get some people who are on the exact same page and are like we want to make it just like this and just have them like all work together yeah. I think that would work even better. Yeah, maybe if you're doing nine episodes, three directors, three mm-hmm. each. Because then it feels like every director makes one, and there's no, like, 
there's no personality. Like every director is making it, but they're making it with. I feel like it's the producers in the back of their head. Like it's got to look and feel like this. And there's yeah. no personality to it from a director. It's just the same Star Wars through the entire thing. Like it doesn't change at all, which makes sense for a TV show. It should feel the same, but just have like little bits of personality from different directors. Is always it's always fun to notice because it's something that you can very easily miss. But if you're looking for it, it's really fun when you when you see it. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, I I have nothing really else to add. I like the season. I loved I mean, I'm always going to have fond, a fond feeling towards the season just for bringing back Hayden Christensen, mm. finally giving us stuff that people have been asking for from the from Star Wars since since Clone Wars aired. Everyone just wanted to see it in live action. Yeah. And even though we got snippets of it and nothing like it's not like a movie or a full-fledged thing. It was still amazing to see and it was something we've been wanting, so and I, Ray Stevenson was such a cool addition to the cast, and Balin, I think, such a great character to have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the season. Of course, I would have liked it to be a little bit better than what we got, but I'm definitely going to be counting down the days until I get the next season. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see where the rest of these characters go. Balin was such a great addition. That's some really cool quotes, but um. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Shin was cool too. Shin, I didn't. I like Shin. I'm, I'm, I hope she doesn't go to the light side though. I wanted to go evil. So do I. And I yeah. wanted to have a little bit more characterization because she's yeah. kind of she's getting so many thirst traps right now, just for being pretty. Like she's been a cool character and she has some really cool fight scenes. And she, yo, she, she hasn't really fight. had. She can. She can absolutely fight. Yeah, but she hasn't really had like big character moments yet. Yeah, it's been very yeah. much uh, her looking down lens. And yeah. Being creepy. Yeah, and I I do mean yet because I really think she's gonna grow into a character. Oh no, in she's season gonna two. be huge. I have a feeling in the next season. Yeah, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah. So, yeah. Moving on from Ahsoka, let's do our recommendation of the week and then get out of here and get ready for uh, Phillies. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Lamageddon because we were driving home from something. I forget where the other day. No way, you just said Lamageddon. Yeah, because we were talking about it and I said I was gonna make it my recommendation of the week. And you said we were going to review it. No, I said I was going to make my recommendation of the week, and you said you're never going to remember that. I've been yeah, si- really? Yeah, and I've been sitting on this for about two weeks, wow. remembering it. Yeah. Bastard. Hell out of here. I'm going to recommend The Creator, the Gareth Edwards' newest film. Fair enough. I really, really enjoyed it. I know people have been very divisive on it, and I know it hasn't done well with uh, the box office, but I loved it. I thought it was one of those movies that... Maybe it doesn't get the recognition it deserves yet, but I think in like ten years people will be like, the creator was really underrated when it came out. Like it I mean, I think it's some of the best visual effects I've ever seen ever. I mean, there's not a single green screen in the entire movie. It's yeah. insane. The little girl was one of the best child act performances I've ever seen. Really? Like she is incredible. There's not and there's not many sci fi movies that make you want to cry, laugh. Like I guess Star Wars. But like mm-hmm. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah, especially no. when it's about robots. No. So, yeah, everyone go check it out. It's in theaters. I think you really should go watch it. Try and go see an IMAX because it's a gorgeous movie and has one of my favorite scores of the year. And it's pretty high up on my movies of the year, but we'll nice. get to that in December. Yeah, I still got to see it. Yeah, you do. I really do. Um, you got to see Blue Beetle. You got to see that. Even... I know. I've, I've been really slacking on Blue Beetle. That was, movie came out, and I'm like, oh, cool. On <laughs> movies. <laughs> I have. Oh, we got shit. We're not done the Conjuring movies yet. No, we got we got to finish those. Oh God! I also want to watch Garth Marenghi's Dark Place again. 
No, you're going to finish. Season. <laughs> you're going to finish the Conjuring movies first. We still have two con. We still have three Conjurings. Yeah. La Llorona. And one of the Annabelles. And one Annabelle still. Yeah. We still have five movies. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. By the way, in the creator, does anybody, um, any of the characters just randomly change shirts like 17 times throughout the movie? Remember that in Lamageddon when the guy just kept oh, changing yeah, his shirt? he kept changing shirts. And me and you were like, oh my God. there's another yeah. If you watch this movie, Lamageddon, don't just pay attention. This movie. It's not even free. It wasn't? No, it was $2.99. It's so worth it. Just keep track no, of the t-shirts because there's one guy, every scene, he just changes his t-shirt every time. It's so funny when you start noticing it. No, but, um, Lamageddon's a fun time. Uh, yeah. It's a worse version of Sharknado, if everyone's wondering. Yeah, it's no. it's terrible. It costs like maybe $300. but And I was probably running the llama. Yeah, for sure. No, that was definitely like his parents had a farm and just happened to have a llama. They just have a pet llama? Yeah, for sure. Huh? I don't know. Something. Dude, the spaceship in that movie is one of the... It's, it's just a bus. It's the hardest <laughs> I've ever laughed. No, remember it's like a barn? Was it? I thought it was like it's a bus. Like a... They had like cardboard wings on. I forget. For some reason in my head, head it was like a barn with like cardboard on it. I don't even remember. I don't, remember. I don't know. But it, the movie's hilarious, and they know what they're doing. It's not yeah. that they're trying to make something serious. They knew it was going to be funny. Yeah. But yeah, so. Dude, the animation in the beginning, too, when they're just like. Oh, my God. They're full-on Nazi llamas. It's so. It's so. It's so good. That's one of the bad movies I actually would watch again. Yeah, because it's just so much fun. I will never watch uh Velocipaster. Pastor. I will never watch that again. I do want to watch. I still haven't seen You've it. Never seen it. No, I want to. Yo, Matt will watch it with you. He loves that movie. <laughs> I think he's seen it like four times. There's no reason anyone should ever watch Velocipaster. It looks so wants. funny. But yeah, uh, that is everything we have for today. We will be back next week, and we will be talking about. I don't know yet. Maybe Ryan will go see The Exorcist Believer, and we can review that. Maybe. <laughs> Probably Don't not. look very good. <laughs> but after that, it will be... I know the following episode will be Killers of the Fire Moon. And yeah. then we will do our Halloween special. And then whatever happens from then on. Oh, no, we have Five Nights at Freddy's. We are definitely reviewing that. That'll be fun. I'm so excited for that movie. <laughs> I have to, I'm going to rewatch a lore video, though, to like remember everything. It's been yeah. a while. I'll rewatch that. Um, I think uh, Wendigo made a video on it. Who's that? You ever heard of him? He's really good. Remember, like, it's a game theory, whatever that guy's name was. Oh, yeah, Matt Pat. Yeah, game theory. He has, like, a 45-minute one. See, this guy, Wendigoon, has, like, an hour and a half video. About five minutes, right? Yeah. Oh, I might just And he's a, he's a dope guy. He's just, like, this southern dude who just talks for, like, an hour and a half. He's great. Yeah, I'll watch it. Just then. chill vibes throughout the whole thing. Well, that's everything we have for you guys today. Sorry if I'm getting close to the camera. i got to stop the video. But, <laughs> Ryan, is there anything you want to add before we get going? Uh, no, thanks for, thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you, guys. See ya. Oh. Okay.